Hello, and once again, thank you for joining my podcast. This is Miss Nisi, and this is Real Talk Ministry. And I appreciate you stopping by. It's always a blessing to have you listening to me, and I hope the words that I am sharing with you today blesses you. Um, please feel free to stop by my website, www.realtalkministry.com. Listen, these 2021 events have been tremendously above and beyond a blessing, and definitely to me. And I know it would be a blessing to you too. So feel free to stop by my website, visit the previous events. I will be sharing a recap of all the events that have taken place so far with the speakers and um, musicians and singers. Uh, just so you can get a taste of what's been going on. We do have July on the way, and um, we do have some more months coming. So as long as God is preparing me and positioning me to do this, I will continue to do this throughout the whole entire year. Also, I would like to take this time to just share a little bit about my book, The Church is a Mess But I Can't Leave. You can purchase it in Walmart, Barnes & Noble, through my website. Um, it's also a book called Emotionally Battered. I don't bring that up a lot. It's a very, very, very short, small book. And I believe it will help you through church hurt or any hurt that you may have experienced, whether it's in church or outside of the church. So pick it up. Um, you can find that on Amazon. Uh, if you can't find it on Amazon for some strange reason, you could feel free to go to my website and pick it up there too. So enough with the commercials and introductions. Let's get into what this podcast is going to be for the month of May. When I brought up Emotionally Battered, um, I wanted to tap in a little bit of church hurt. Uh, I know when we hear that word, if you've ever been affected by the hurt, by hurt, from something that has happened in the church, then you know this can probably make you cringe. Just to hear the word church hurt just brings back everything, everything that had caused a pause in your life when it comes to the church. And for many to hear the word church hurt, you think it's just a cop out. It's like, um, come on now. You know, you got to learn how to get over things and get past things. But, you know, the very place you need to go to get healed is the very place that hurts you. It makes it very difficult for you to find a place to go and be healed again. It takes a strong mind, a lot of power, and a lot of strength to want to go back, not to the exact same place, but to the place that is called refuge, to the place that is supposed to help you, to the place that actually hurts you. And I know... All churches are not the same. And I know to a person's mind who has been taught that you have to superman or superwoman your way through all the pain and hurt and give it to God. You know, a lot of the techniques that may work for one person may not work for the next person. The hurt that may endure for one person may have been 10 times greater for another person. But with church hurt, you have to learn how to find a way to come back. I wanted to touch on this a little bit this month because, you know, 
whether whether you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, you talk to someone on your job, or you're talking to someone um, that you knew from way back when, and you start talking about church, or if religion comes up at all, you know, you'll hear them say, oh yeah, I did that, I don't do that anymore. Now, let's not get it twisted. When people say they don't go to a certain church anymore or do certain things involve religion, it doesn't mean they are disconnected with Christ. It just means that they either grown and they have learned that some of the things that they are doing now is not necessarily what they need to do for their connection with Christ. We know everything has to line up with the Word of God, but we have to be mindful it has to line up with Christ and the Word of, Word of God according to their connection. And I want to re- I want to reiterate their connection. Why is it so important for me to keep saying their connection? Because people tend to forget that just because they're not moving in their way, doing the things they used to do in their church, and how they used to do it around them with their religion, they automatically assume like, oh, so you lost the faith. You're not a part of God anymore because you don't look like us, you don't dress like us, you don't walk like us, you don't talk like us, you don't act like us. So therefore, you are now a sinner. (laughs) No, that does not mean that they are sinners or they don't fail from grace or something is wrong with them. They probably just need to find, they probably just, first of all, grew in Christ in a way you may have not, you know, you probably haven't grew yet. And there probably was more open to Christ to receive things and to learn of him that because you're so settled in your way with your church and now uh, your pattern at your church is established that you're still just probably just listening to what the preachers say seeing things for yourself but not willing to take a chance to go outside the box and let God lead you because church people sometimes tend to have this habit of thinking that they can't have a mind of their own um and they have to run it through the pastor they got to get permission from the pastor they have to uh I mean even just to go to another church because whether you are happy or unhappy at that church or you, you know we have to go through the the ritual of yeah I think you should show the pastor respect and, and let them know like okay no I don't want to be here for whatever reason but if you don't get to that point in your life to be able to go and tell the pastor hey I just want to go to another church you know that pastor should be big enough and and his mind should be open enough to be like okay but I'm still gonna pray for you and I'm going to cover you You know, I think one reason why church hurt is so common and so often is because we don't really, as saints and individuals who are really trying to follow Christ, we misrepresent, we put misrepresentation in front of us of who we think we need to follow in order to follow Christ. Um, It's like, hmm. Let me say it this way. If someone was to come to a church right now and they would get up, make you run around church, make you scream, make you holler, and ooh, we man, that 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 woman 
or that man, oh, they really preached. That becomes the person that most people feel like we need to follow that person because that person has a word. Sometimes we are deceived by our feelings and not just acknowledging that for that person, they have a word, but that is not your God. Whether they are a leader, a lay member, or a saint, and please for the people who goes into the churches and prophesies on people and actually get it right. Saints do not know how to separate man, spirit, and Christ. They just assume that this person is holy because he's speaking the word of God. And we, I know he'll do right by me or I know she'll do right by me. And the reason why the hurt comes a lot of times, and this is not all the time for everybody, but sometimes the hurt comes because we snatch ourselves or attach ourselves to what we think is holy for our lives. We become dependent on it. And then when that individual becomes an individual who has flaws or who doesn't have the time to be there every five seconds for you or doesn't always have a word for you or is not always there when you're panicking and don't know what to do, um, then sometimes church hurt is because we feel people let us down, but we put them in the wrong position in the first place. And if we had left them as a pastor or a minister or a lay member or just a regular human being uh, who has spiritual connections through Christ, you know, if we just allow them to be a prophet and, and not give them so much glory and not put so much emphasis on who they are as a person in Christ and just acknowledge that they just had the word that was needed to be shared at a time that was needed in our lives, then we will be able to separate the man from who actually gave him a word and we will take that word and then we'll go back to Christ and let him finish what it is that he needs to do for our own lives. You get that? It's almost like when they say separation from church and state is a reason for that. We have to apply separation from man, whether it be one man or man, from Christ. We can acknowledge the gifts and the spirit that they have and they carry, but we have to learn that they are just carrying the same spirit you carry in. They may be at different levels with it. They may know a little bit more. They may have to fight a little bit more. They may have a little more strength than you, but they're carrying it. The Holy Ghost is not a different Holy Ghost for me than it is for the next person. The Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost. And I say the Holy Ghost because that's where the power comes from. So, thank you for letting me take that break real quick. And thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. So if we know that there should be a separation, I want to say a lot of times from what I've seen where people got hurt 
was because on their end, they just connected themselves to something that they thought was greater for their lives when they have the same tools that they have, but they didn't use those tools. They didn't use the tools that they had for their lives. They depended on somebody else to do it, and this was the outcome. That was the church hurt. That's one way. Another way, which is probably the most common way, is literally having someone in the church provoke you, harass you, hurt you to the point your trust wasn't never in that person, but you had confidence enough to know that they would do the right thing in order to lead your life as they were supposed to according to Christ. The letdown and they didn't fail this person because they gravitated to them or they felt attached to them or they felt led astray. It's because they thought they were doing the duty of Christ that was being led by that specific person in the church and they neglected to do what Christ said and live like Christ said or be like Christ has told them to be to you as an individual, as a saint. And it's not just, oh, they let me down. I, I've seen in churches where pastors will literally compete with the saints because they felt like they can get a prayer through better than they can. Or they were able to sway the members to listen to them. Or they felt like the members were uh, appreciating them more than they were appreciating the leadership. And so the pastor retaliates such and such. One of the worst things that a pastor could do, and this irks me to my core, is to say, you can come to me for guidance. No, the door is open. You can speak to me. Uh, I can counsel you. Now we have counselors who are not even true counselors. But they feel they are leadership, and and it's kind of confusing because all the churches are not Catholic churches, so you, so you don't have to go and do a confession to your pastors. It said you you don't have to do it to your leaders. But then they get mad at the saint or that lay member, and then they take the information that they have, and then they start preaching it over the pulpit or attacking that person over the sermon with their sermon leaving them helpless, wondering what, why is my business being played out like this? And then it's like, okay, what did I do? You're supposed to be my help, not my hurt. Church hurt. Now be aware there's more than one way to have hurt. And it will be unfair to say what is considered hurt to you it's really not a big deal compared to what hurt may be to someone else if it's causing you to be offended to the point you want to leave church and it's causing you to leave christ it's a hurt that needs to be fixed that needs to be corrected and that person needs to find a way to come back to christ i don't think anybody should stay in a place where they don't feel welcome or they feel they have been abused or even if they feel 
that they are not getting the word that they need from the Lord. I know too often Christians will tell you, you know, you're not supposed to go from church to church, you're not supposed to church hop, not supposed to. Um, they always want you to stick it out. Like, the more you suffer from the people, words and thoughts and feelings from the church, the stronger that makes you in Christ. And that is so false. You know, we got this whole big world we're fighting against daily. The last place that anybody should feel that you have to suffer to reign with Christ should be in the church. I'm not saying there shouldn't be hardships and Satan will come in and and try to distract and destroy, but it shouldn't be a comfortable wording or saying or feeling that in order to reign with Christ, you have to put up with someone who's treating you like crap. The church has a lot of broken structures that's supposed to set up that is supposed to be set up to make you strong. And they decide what makes you strong, how you handle things make you strong, and how you ha- they decide on what you should handle or shouldn't be handled that makes you weak. No one can decide what makes you strong or what makes you weak. But I do know the Bible said that the strong is supposed to bear the infirmities of the weak. So if you are strong, you're not supposed to use your strength to manipulate or to overpower or to try to conquer the weak in the church. You're supposed to help them bring them up to a level of strength. But when church people become dependent on each other and not on the Word of God and not on Christ himself, there lies the problem. Your connection with Christ should have never allowed you to leave him altogether. The church, the building, if it's something there and you just not there with it, or in that building particularly that you may have been raised or or that you wanted to go to, uh, or whatever the situation was that was just too much for you to handle, if you left the church and don't want anything to do with the church, meaning now you can't do what Christ is telling you to do, now you can't be led of him, you can't even see him, then you've lost that connection because of what you did also because your connection with Christ shouldn't cause you to leave him because he did nothing to you. He didn't say, hey, if someone hurts you, you can't come to me too because that's a leader in the church. He knows all. He sees all. Sometimes he, you have to be responsible for yourself. But I've seen people who persevere. So not to contradict myself and saying that, you know, you have to be super strong and stuff like that. Because when you first experience church hurt, you are not super strong. You're super mad. You're Don't get twisted with just the word hurt and where you are now. You know, people have to think about how it all started. But at the end of the day, whether there's a member or someone of Christ who can lead you back, or if your connection with Christ has to be so strong that he brings you back. But regardless, don't let it kick you to the curb to the point that you can't come back. You gotta learn how to come back to Christ. 
if you haven't found him in the way where between you and him it has been worked out perfectly and he leads and guides you into the next steps of your life i think the biggest thing i've learned from church hurt is that it's okay to have a leader that you can follow it's okay to have a leader you can trust i know people like don't put your trust in man that's what the bible said but he also said to mark a perfect man so that means that Job was not the only perfect man you can mark because obviously there got to be some out there. And even though I don't know any, if I can mark a perfect man to emulate and, and, and live my life as an example of how that person is living, somewhere down the line, you're going to find some trust in somebody. And if you don't find that trust, you're going to find some kind of confidence in somebody that they are leading you in the right direction. So however you want to word that, whether it's you're not supposed to trust people or put your trust in man, that's true. Uh, that's what the Bible says. You can't go against that. But at the end of the day, you're putting your confidence in somebody that leads you and guides you. You, you. you are. So while you're putting your confidence in someone to lead you and to guide you, you have to put your trust in Christ so that person who's leading you and guiding you will keep you on the path you need to go. Everybody's not going to go to church and just be at that church. Sometimes people going to leave, and it's okay. Sometimes people stay at a church for years. That's okay, too. But it's never okay to encourage someone to stay in a position, an unhealthy, toxic situation in a church and say, well, you know, it's really no different than all the other churches. Yeah, it is. All the other churches may not be doing what you're doing. Maybe my strength that I need is not at your location anymore, and I need to go somewhere where I can grow. Church hurt, you have to take responsibility to make sure that you stay in line with Christ, regardless of what it is that hurts you. And for those who hear people say, oh, they have church hurt, don't think it's because they just don't agree with your organization, uh, because your favorite pastor uh, been your pastor for 20 years, so you had to defend him. Okay, but everybody fault against someone is not the same. And it's cool if you want to be rowdy, rowdy behind your pastor, protect them and cover them. But you also got to understand that they're human too. And just like they get tired of folks and get tired of their positions and still have to press and keep going in their position, even though they don't want to, you know, you never know how they may have treated that person. I do suggest you, we have to come to a conclusion of what needs to be done. So Okay, now we just need to know, like, what to do. You know, we don't spoke the obvious, the obvious from uh, two points of view. You can have church hurt because you, you put your trust in someone that you really shouldn't have put your trust in. Or you um, attached yourself to something that you felt was going to be your redeemer when it is overall it should have been Christ, your the redeemer. So it wasn't really the church fault in that sense. It was yours, like... You just didn't know how to separate the man from Christ. And the man is there to lead and guide you. But Christ is the one who's going to help you take you to that final route. Or that take you to the destination that you need to go in him. So sometimes church hurt is caused by confusion of 
not remembering that that is just a man. That is just a woman. They are flesh and blood just like you. And then there's real times where there are real opportunities that come across the saints or even pastors. They get hurt too. Leaders get hurt too. It's not always the saints against the pastors and it's the leadership or the pulpit's fault. You know, they are human too, so they get hurt too. But at the same time, when they are the ones who doing the hurting, it does make it even 10 times more difficult to understand what's going on in your spiritual life, what's going on with what you experience, and what to do about it. So now we are at a point where, okay, we acknowledge we acknowledge some points that comes with church hurt. So what do we do? You almost got to do like you do when you go to work. You know, if you have a fault against your brother, the Bible said, you know, to go to him. And he tells you how to go to him. He didn't say go to him by doing the open testimony and, and grabbing the mic and trying to shame him. It didn't say go to him or uh, him meaning him or her after you don't talk to 15 or 20 people, shared your feelings, shared your hurt, and now you want to pull them against or to turn against another person that you feel have hurt you. No, he told you what to do. He told you how to go to that person as an individual. He told you how to get two or three. He told you how to approach the situation. And it, as I was saying before, it is much like at work. If you have a problem with someone at work, you know, um, usually before you take it to the supervisor or whatever, in this case, before you take it to the pastor, if it's not the pastor um, who is causing this hurt, you usually could just go to that person, pull them aside and say, hey, uh, I had a misunderstanding about this and I just want to clear it up. If the situation continues at work, then you'd be like, okay, I want to talk to my supervisor about it. Maybe my supervisor can help me. Same way with the church. You know, let me get someone else who maybe can mediate that we that we know would be solid, that can mediate this situation. And maybe it's a misunderstanding on both of our parts. And then if that doesn't work and it continues, if it's work just like work, you can go to HR. Then you go to your pastor. If it is the pastor, you can just go directly to the pastor. But before you start going to anybody, take it to the Lord first. And that works with work too. Before you start trying to talk to anybody on your job, take it to the Lord first. Take it to the Lord first. Ask him like, should I do this? What should I do? Um, What should I say? What's the best approach in doing this? You know, um, prepare me for the outcome of this. You know, a lot of times when I pray, I always ask God, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do, prepare my feelings. That is one of the things I had to learn when I experienced church hurt or when I experienced things that happened in my life that I just thought for sure was going to go my way and it didn't. I, I try to make sure... Some situations, I I tend to just think things happen, you know, but I have to sometimes tell God, like, Lord, uh, I'm asking for this. I really want this. 
But if it's not something you want and you know it's something I really, really need or I think I need, I want. If it's something that you don't want me to have, please prepare my heart for the no. It's okay to ask God to to console you and prepare you. You want to know why? Because sometimes the greatness of the disappointment or hurt that we feel does cause us to react differently. And and sometimes we need to say, God, you know, I don't think I'm gonna handle this well if it don't go in my favor. So, you know, if I if I had to get mad or if I had to show some emotions or act out of character, stop all that before it even happens. Like prepare me for what I need to do. So that's why you have to go to Christ first so you can have clear directions of who to go to, who to talk to, if you should be going to anybody at all. Because they're human. They're flesh and blood too. Bottom line is that things happen in the church that is so unfortunate and it affects our lives. There is a lot of pressure on the church, the people in church. And when I say on the church, I mean like people don't really address individuals unless it's some type of leadership that they can say fell from grace or didn't do what God say. And usually that's mega. When it's usually small churches, it's just gossip. But whether they're big or whether they're small, when I say church, people don't just look at one scenario. Position yourself to say, Lord, I don't want to stay in this too long. I don't want to keep feeling this way. Um, Teach me what to do for next time. Everybody can't be trusted Everybody, you can't put your confidence in someone just because you feel they have a real good holler and they made your feet move. So be mindful, people, that people are people, and they're going to act as they they are going to act as such. Be mindful that. When someone say church hurt, it's not necessarily because they just saw that one clip and feel like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's why I don't go to church. It's something else that was there, whether it was on them or whether it was on someone else in the church. But when it's all said and done, they need to come back. And if you're experiencing um, church hurt to the point you don't want to go to a building don't want to hear a sermon, don't want to see a testimony. The only way you want to go to church is somebody invites you and then you're like, I'm out. I'm not trying to be here. Y'all getting on my nerves already. (laughs) Then you should know for sure that your connection is definitely needs to be stronger in Christ so he can help you get over that because you just can't, you cannot continue to not You cannot continue to feel the same way with every single thing because you may miss a message that is supposed to be to your life because you're closing the doors to everything. I know that situation or that person or what was said may have hurt you. But sometimes if we don't get it together with our church hurt, we'll miss a praying opportunity. We'll miss a prophecy opportunity. Uh, we'll miss a word opportunity. Then we'll start being selective and we, we'll we start closing out 
people and things and it'll get to the point where everything becomes so annoyed that you don't even want to hear anybody no we have to be careful that yeah everybody can't feed our souls and we have to be mindful to not put allow ourselves to be put in that position again but we also have to be open to Christ enough to allow him to let those who are needed in our lives come into our lives to do what was not done correct correctly the first time so thank you for listening to this podcast i hope you enjoy it enjoyed it <laughs> i hope you enjoyed it please feel free to leave a message um, on my real talk ministry or here on this podcast you can reach out to me by email you can also reach out to me through facebook but um if you have any comments questions or concerns and um have a blessed day and again 2021 events we're still doing the events we still have some more great speakers and singers and musicians and poetry just much much more to come so be blessed and thank you again for listening to my podcast